0: Mix with on the beat. I am somebody. I
1: am somebody. Let me
0: see what you can do. Welcome. Welcome. To eSociety Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu is back again. E Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 304. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Men, The Untold Story, True Detectives, Night Country, movies including Madam Webb, Poor Things, and Bob Marley's One Love. And as always, the week in sports, including NBA All Star Weekend. week in funko and collecting weekly star wars moment and our weekly random movie and song recommendations but before i go any further it's the news
1: yo yo what's up everybody this is the the no flex zone whatever that is (laughs) uh what is it you you just told me something i watched yeah so i no
0: i it's it's been out a couple years this isn't like a new song but Being that we're just coming off uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, now it's in the wraps, but uh, I've been tuned in the past three nights. We had Friday night, the uh, Rising Stars, uh, then of course we had uh, All-Star Saturday night, Skills, Three Point, Steph, Sabrina, and the Dunk Contest, and tonight the actual game. And every single commercial break, I feel like there's this Wingstop commercial that uses this no flex zone song from from a few years ago and it's like you can't help but get it in your head and i can't stand it and i'm just walking around no flex zone no flex zone (laughs) Ah,
1: can't stand it (laughs) i just watched a video i guess of whoever this young artist is and I, I don't know what
0: it is. Um Yeah, like I said, it's from a few years ago. It's not new, but yeah, they used the song for a Wingstop commercial now.
1: All right, let me see the commercial cuz I watched the video of the artist. All right, here it is. No flex. 20,
0: 2018. Stone. No flex. Boom.
1: Here I What where's the This ain't it this is just a regular yeah this is just a regular Wingstop commercial
0: Mm. yeah Um, the new one is just a like a family and the dad is like playing Jenga and the kids keep putting like the Wingstop in front of his face that's that's it they just play no flex zone no flex,
1: so. uh, well, I can't find that commercial uh, But, uh, okay <laughs> Whatever floats yeah. your boat, everybody Um, Are you a Wingstop fan?
0: I like them alright uh, We don't have one in this area So it's not something I have regularly But uh, I have had it in the past And it's fine I don't think it's like crazy good you know I'll I'll have it but it's not something I'm like ooh I got to have wingstop so it's like I said it's fine but I don't go out of my way for it
1: is it better than buffalo wild wings
0: I think I like buffalo just cuz also cuz the setting and uh, stops more like a to-go thing For like a like a home thing Which that's fine But And I guess it's pretty comparable Food-wise But Buffalo's also more just about the setting The sports setting <laughs>
1: Cause I'm a Hooters guy And I
0: They don't exist
1: Yeah, they, they shut died.
0: them
1: They shut the one down we went to Every year yeah, um,
0: and okay. they used to have one by the airport in San Francisco by that mall. That mall basically died. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about by the San Francisco airport, uh, Tanforan. That oh, okay. mall completely died.
1: That it used I went to, to have all
0: kinds of stuff. It's 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 gone basically.
1: I saw but, two movies there. I seen Poltergeist and I seen this movie called The Idol Maker. A long okay. time ago. I'm a tan friend. One there. Um, Costa Mesa, Long Beach, Mission Valley, Ontario Mills, uh, Ronert Park, or no, I'm saying that wrong, San Marcos, and Southgate. As far as California, that is it. Oh. Um, does Nevada or does Vegas still have the... the um? Yeah, they still do. I guess I've got to go to Vegas then if I want Hooters. <laughs> that's the closest. That's the closest to me, because uh, there used to be one, and well, the one in Reno got shut down because some shenanigans, and then uh, the one in San Diego's gone. That was like our spot for years, and then we found that other place, and then that one shut down. The the something kilt or whatever,
0: tilted kilt.
1: Yeah, that no by the baseball stadium. That's gone. Damn. So our restaurant turned into that Mexican place on the corner.
0: <laughs> I did see one of the hotels. I don't remember which one it was, but I was just looking at an overview of the Gaslamp hotels. And one of the hotels uh, down close near Hard Rock turned into Margaritaville Hotel.
1: I don't care where it is. If we can get something super close or within a couple blocks, is fine.
0: Yeah, that's the goal.
1: If we're way out, remember when we stayed way out in the Holiday Inn one, way out there where we saw uh, Jokers? Well, not that would have been cool to be in that area. But remember, it was way on the other, past the airport. Right. I didn't mind that because it was a shuttle. The only thing that did suck is we couldn't, like, go go for it with the collectibles because we didn't have to carry it around all day. But Right. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, while well, we're talking about Comic-Con, Uh Renee and and those guys want to go there. She's taking vacation that time, so they are, are, are driving as far as Carl's. But remember where we stayed at uh, Renee's friend's house?
0: Yeah,
1: they're staying there. So I guess I got to ride with them, and then hopefully meet up with you somewhere. If 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 they can't drive me to San Diego, then. I don't know. We'll figure it out as we get close to it. But um huh. I'm, st- yeah, I'm staying I was gonna see I'm if staying you could, in a hotel.
0: I was going to see if you could come down here like the day before and we watch like uh, Twisters. But uh, if that doesn't work, uh, you know, yeah, we'll figure out we'll figure out something. But yeah, yeah I was hoping closer. I was hoping you could come you could come by here like the day before.
1: Nah, Renee, well Renee's friend Pokey, she came Torino and they were talking about it and then she You guys should come down and and take the boys to legoland. I was like, uh, why'd you say that? Because they know what it is because of the videos That they watch and then I remember one time they were watching it and then renee was like That's my grandma pokey's house and then then we want to go there and I was like uh, And then she brought it up bring them to legoland and I went, uh, I don't know um <laughs> i'm not sure if eric is coming and if he does most likely he'll want to come to san diego i said you can but if you do you're sleeping on the floor but i don't know we'll see i'm not worried about any of it until we get closer so we'll figure it out
0: but yeah well yeah and if there's any way you could still work that out like obviously you know you know, it'd be cool. Come, come by. You could do movies here and whatever, you know, get ready and whatnot. So if we could make it work,
1: that was my initial thing was to just go <laughs> to your house and then, then take off.
0: <laughs> yeah. But like, I yeah. Plus, you know, probably going to have to grab Jade.
1: They don't have a car.
0: Uh, I think they will do. He, her guy, like uh, inherited one. So.
1: But. <laughs> right, well, we still got months and months away. We from, got time. We got time. But, we got time. But um, as far as All Star, the only thing we saw was uh, a little bit of the the three point thing shootout. But we did see the Steph versus Sabrina. We saw that. Yeah Yeah, man she had him on the ropes
0: Yeah you know what's so awesome About that too Uh, She hit 26 That was the Winning score that Lillard Had just put up In the regular standard Three point shootout so Sabrina Would have been in the finals In that she would have gone Against Dame And uh, Carl Anthony Towns And I can't remember who else was in there but Yeah, it took 29 from Steph, and it took him to his final rack to get it done, which was his money wall rack. I
1: was going to say he dropped a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. So that's how he he moved forward.
0: Yep. So, but uh, yeah, really cool to see. And with it, uh, with All Star going to the Bay next year, they're talking about already. doing it again, and then – but they're they're thinking about throwing in, like, a twist of adding people. Um, You may or may not have heard there's another – she just became the all-time leading uh, scorer in women's college uh, hoops, Caitlin Clark. She's still at Iowa right now, but uh, there's a good chance she'll be leaving college, coming to the WNBA. By the time next year rolls around, she'll be in the WNBA. So – uh, get either Steph and Clay or Steph and Lillard, since he's from Oakland. Uh, and then, yeah, go up against Sabrina and Caitlin Clark is the idea everybody's thrown around. So uh, I already know whatever Steph and Sabrina are up for it. I just don't know if they're going to add anybody else to it, you know. <laughs> but it's cool. I'm, I'm glad. Honestly, it should be the last event of the night, and I've been preaching this for years Dunk contest is so hit or miss and more times than not, it's going to miss. It's going to be a dud because you got to be innovative. You got to bring something people haven't seen, which is hard to do. We've seen it all. And if you miss, it just sucks the life out of it. It's I, I'm almost, I'm always on edge. Just like, I want them just to make the dunk and then I'll judge like, was it cool or not? But like, if they miss it, like you could just feel it. Like they feel it. The arena. Oh, the arena, the judges, just the whole basketball world is watching. Like a miss dunk, like really deflates. Cause there were some years there where it actually was like around. It's been a while now, but like five, between five to 10 years ago, there were times when guys would just dunk, miss dunk after dunk after dunk and it like really just killed the vibe to the point where it was like it became a thing like do not miss the dunk that's the one thing you can't do so honestly they should like I said I've been preaching this for years they should put it up top open all-star saturday night with the dunk contest that way if it's a hit You're off and running, great night ahead. And if it's a dud, shake it off and move on to the next event, move on to skills. Always put the three-pointer last. You know three-pointer is going to deliver. You know three-pointer is going to deliver. So put that at the end. Always make that your end event, I I say. So my thoughts. All
1: right. That was all I watched, everyone, was, oh,
0: sorry, I got to rearrange my chair, my
1: yeah, no problem. My, my uh, yeah,
0: I guess real bones. quick, I'll just say uh, Friday night, obviously watching this from a Warriors fan perspective. Uh, Brandon Vajimski, um, rookie phenom for the Warriors, one of the best rookies in the league, steal the draft. We got him at 19 in the draft, and uh, he's definitely uh, top three, top four rookies this year um obviously the standout of standout is victor webb and yama and it was actually crazy to see the team that uh Vajimsky was on because they did they did rising stars a format where it's uh four teams of young players and pod's team was stacked we because he had vic he had webb yama on the team they had uh Blau Koulibaly, who used to play with Vic in France. Hamei Haquez Jr., he's like one of the top three, four rookies this year. Brandon Miller, he's one of the top three, four rookies this year. Jabari Smith Jr., uh, second year, he's good. Kaysen Wallace, and he even the game showed up. He's like a defensive uh, specialist and he was doing well but uh we got, they got upset uh to team debt which is basically uh, a bunch of people from the g league and uh, g league ignite guys that are going to be drafted next year so the guys that got next with the uh, 41 to 36 upset of team pow so uh pods didn't even make it to the uh the, the the final game of that night uh, in which uh, Team Detlef didn't even win that uh, it ended up being uh, Jalen Rose's team Team Jalen uh, won so but uh, always been a fan of Jalen Rose I wish he was still podcasting uh, Jalen and Jacoby but uh, yeah so that was Rising Stars and interestingly that was Pod's third game in a row third night in a row because they played wednesday versus the clippers thursday versus the jazz and then to indy he had rising stars so uh but you know young guy he can do it and he did and it was cool um and yeah we covered uh most uh saturday um the other thing skills Uh, I picked the Pacers. Pacers did win. It was kind of fun. It was a little long, but it was kind of fun. And then, yeah, Mac McClung defended his title. Um, good dunks, but some that we had already seen, uh, last year, his most exciting one was the first one he did. He jumped over a guy and then kind of tossed the ball and let it like levitate in the air for a little bit, then grabbed it and reverse dunked it. Um, very nice, but it was his first dunk, and he didn't end up doing anything that topped that, in my opinion. He did enough to to defend, but uh, even he, like when he had received the trophy, was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry, uh, I couldn't deliver more." And I was like, eh, "You you just knew <laughs> that the dunk contest didn't deliver. He knew the dunk contest didn't deliver, even though he's got the trophy, and you know he's honored to win, but." There asked him if he's going to come back to three Pete next year. And he's uh, even, he was unsure. Oh, I got to think about it. And I'm sure he will, but, uh yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a dud. The uh, event of the night by far was, uh, Steph versus Sabrina. So, uh, glad I got to see that. And then, uh, finally all-star game tonight. Um, People always complain about it that, like, oh, it's it's not a real game. Yeah, it's not a real game. And uh, you really shouldn't look at it that way ever. It's an exhibition. Guys don't want to get hurt. They're just out there messing around. And I'm more than fine with it. It's funny. Every year in the circles I follow, the NBA circles I follow, you see people, oh, this sucks. Oh, they're not playing defense. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yes, we know this. It's just... All star game, they're just messing around. And yes, it was the highest scoring all star game ever. Um, but I mean, like, w- w- it's hard to like, like I said, you don't you don't expect these guys to go out there and like actually, you know, play like an actual game and like
1: and go hard.
0: Yeah, and like they're not gonna risk like. <laughs> Getting injured for, you know, the the rest so of the, the regular season. when This is just, yeah, this is just for fun. This is
1: just for practice.
0: Yeah, this is fine. So, um, Steph did all right. Had a couple of his classic threes. Uh, they attempted to throw a lob to him, which I know he wanted to dunk, but he couldn't quite get up. So he, he slapped the backboard. That was kind of funny. He was having fun. Uh, LeBron, uh, the king in his, uh, 20th uh record-breaking uh nobody's ever been in 20 all-star games before he's been in every year except for his rookie year um he's been in the all-star so and um you know he's played a little at the beginning and then the one clip that kind of went around uh, that was kind of funny he's joking on the bench he's like yeah my first all-star game i was out there with uh wilt chamberlain and uh bob Cousy. And uh, Dr. J, I think it was uh, 1968. Who said this? LeBron. Oh, <laughs> he was joking just because, yeah, it's he's just done 20 of them, so <laughs> it was funny. Um, that and uh, Damian Lillard got uh, MVP, he was putting up crazy threes. He hit uh, two or three from half court, which is just insane. Um, Halliburton, the hometown guy, since it was in Indy, um, he hit a bunch of threes too. He had like a stretch where he hit um, like 15. He had 15 points in like a minute or something like that. Like he really went off. Um, The hometown fans were booing when Lillard got the... MVP, because obviously they wanted their guy, Halliburton, to get it. Um, but wasn't to be, and obviously Lillard wanted it. So it'll be interesting to see next year, considering it's in the Bay, if uh, Steph really wants it, he tries to go for it. Um, we'll see. But uh, speaking of, I guess I'll, uh, I'll finish with the most controversial thing I, I sent you. Um, Barkley, being his uh, classic uh, Bay Area hater self, um, they were doing an alt-cast, him and Draymond Green of the Warriors, but I stuck with the the standard broadcast, which had uh, Reggie Miller and uh, Candace Parker on it. Uh, but Bar- they checked in with Barkley and Draymond with the alt-cast, and um, Draymond said something about uh, – like, oh, like, I'm sorry, Reggie. He's like, he's like, because like this is the first All Star game in Indianapolis since like 85 or something like that. And he's like, yeah, we can't come back here anymore. It's too cold. And then Barkley uh, chimed in if you had the chance of being in cold or in front of a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, you can't even walk around down there with a bulletproof vest. So uh, Barkley says what he's going to say, and he's at a long. Long, long, long standing rivalry and hatred for the Bay Area. Uh, Never been a fan of us forever and ever. Uh, He's always coming at us with things like that. But uh, I'm sure also the people behind the production probably uh, couldn't have been too happy with him for uh, dropping that line.
1: (laughs) Barkley. And apparently there's ugly, ugly chicks in Phoenix. I remember him saying that, but, yeah. Well, to keep it with somewhat sports, uh, uh, the former president, <laughs> Donald J. Trump, uh, dropped his Trump sneakers <laughs> at, at SneakerCon. I assume it was over the weekend. Uh, they're going for three ninety nine, dollars and I think there's... The gold pairs, the gold Trump ones or whatever the hell he called them. Uh, and there's some white ones and some red ones. They they all look ugly. Um. Uh, get, get your money, everyone. You guys always hear me say that. Get your money. And this guy needs money. But that's fine. Is he supposed to be hella rich anyway? And Because he, he owes somebody like, what, 4 For 450 million or some shit He got busted for some Civil fraud case uh, The other day (laughs) And now he's trying to make up But uh, They His shoes they were all pre-orders Some people did buy Some there some idiot paid nine grand For a pair A signed pair of those gold ones Will they ever be worth More than nine grand I don't know. Never. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, Can guarantee uh, you that. Um, whatever floats your boat, everybody. If you're down for him, you're down for him. I'm not. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, even if he wasn't president, running for president, even when he was just normal, the Don, I could give two shits about this asshole. Um, But I, <laughs> I'll give it to him, man. Everyone just fucking went nuts. Uh, I saw the videos of um, of uh, people booing him I guess when he came out of this thing uh, I heard the boos and then I saw another video from the other side of the room when everyone was yelling fuck Joe Biden and <laughs> that was funny too man I was dying I could give two shits about both of those idiots everyone before you go oh you're just a fucking fuck you fuck both of them Trump and Biden that's what I'm saying everyone Anyway. I don't
0: want to hear anything about politics this year. It's an election year, and I don't want to hear any of it. I'm gonna probably be light on the socials this year. I don't want to hear nothing.
1: It it's gonna be all over it's the bad place. Bad for the
0: soul. It's bad for the soul, and I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna hear it.
1: I laugh at all of it, everyone. It's fucking. I don't. It's, it's a <laughs> joke <laughs> to me. It's it's fucking it's bad
0: for the soul.
1: All of it is, everyone. I mean, everyone's a crook. I don't care what anyone thinks. If you guys don't agree with me, then you don't agree with me. But man, open your eyes. These guys are crooks. All of them. Every single one of them. Don't matter what side you're on. These guys are crooks. And they're taking our money. Taking our tax money and killing kids over in other countries with it. Oh, you know, they're, yes, they are. Anyway, but yeah, man, this fool spent nine grand. Hey, man, if you got that money and you want to waste it, Go for it. Um, you guys may think that about us buying all kinds of shit, but we're not. Bu- we're not stupid enough to buy shit that costs nine grand. It's rare that I buy something that costs a hundred, except for shoes, because just shoes are expensive, and that's for, especially for you. Your feet are way bigger than mine, so I'm sure yeah. you're always paying over a
0: hundred. So, yeah, I try to watch the deals, uh, but it's hard. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I would like I can't go to no footlocker or Kohl's and it's all got to be online
1: Well, that's all that uh, these are. Um, it looks like they had some there and I know the guy who Bought that pair. Um, I think it was during an auction. They did it in nine grand and these Things are ugly. I mean, even if they weren't gold, they'd be ugly, but or whatever, man. I mean, obviously made in another country. I guarantee you they're not made in America. I could be wrong. I could be wrong for those. Of you all know they're made. In, but shut up. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm probably willing to put money on it that they're made in another country. But I don't know. But I'm looking at a picture of these things. These things are fucking ugly. Even if he was quote unquote the greatest president ever, like some of these idiots think. Uh, I I'd, whatever. Um, but these things are ugly, um, and I doubt people. I think the only people that would buy these will be collectors. I don't think people will buy them to wear them. I could be wrong. Maybe though, somebody, someone like Yeezy, not Yeezy. Uh, yeah, Yeezy's dumbass would buy some and walk around with it while he's wearing his mask. What the hell is wrong with that fool? he's he's just going way way off the crazy scale lately and i get it man everyone still loves him and they, and they go to his shows and everything but i can't support that nonsense man that fool is gone i don't <sighs> anyway <laughs> but
0: yeah long <laughs> gone uh, yeah it sucks because uh, i really enjoyed his early days but uh, he's ruined it he really has ruined it can't get behind no uh hate monger like that you know
1: he, he should have just i mean just do your music there was no need for you i don't think he would fall he, he would have fell out of the spotlight he was still putting out music i think for some reason this might be just in his head it seemed like he was falling falling behind in the times because there's there's so many you can't always be on top all these bands that we grew up with, I mean, the Stones, Kiss, stuff like that, they were on top of the world, and they still kind of are, but there's bigger, more bands that came out after them. I mean, Kiss was running it, Rolling Stones were running it, and then Metallica came along, and they were running it. Um, I don't know if anyone's above them right now, as far as them, because they're selling out stadiums and all over the place, but... Eventually, their time will come where they just take a break and retire, and then there's going to be whoever the next bands that are coming up. But there's always going to be someone to to take their spot. And they, oh, they can't forever, man. Kiss, they finally called it quits. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Gene's hungry, money hungry. So I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I liked his earlier music. But once he went off the crazy to crazy train um i i can't I can't be a part of it anymore. I mean, I can hear his music go oh, that sounds all right, but his his personal life and everything he's it, just going wacky and I get it. he still wants to go walk around and do stuff, but he can't. he's too famous. I don't know how much more he wants. i seen a video recently he was in like Walking down Hollywood Boulevard, going somewhere, and everybody was going nuts. Um, and he had a mask on. and people were filming him with his camera and with their phones. And then he was, he was hella mad. Oh, you can't, you can't film me. I'm, I'm a private person, and this and that. I would have just said, "Shut up, bitch! You're in public. If you're in public on the public streets, there's no." privacy in public anyone can film you anyone can take pictures of you but he grabbed somebody's phone and took it and threw it on the ground and all this and i get it man you guys don't want phones or just camera paparazzi and that. but it's all a part of being famous i mean i get it there's plenty of videos of people just getting tired of it and going off on them but it's you just gotta deal with it man i mean you you can't win if someone's gonna take your picture out in public. I don't know if anyone takes my picture while I'm out in public, but you can't. It's it's a part of the, it's in the Constitution. They, if you're in public, where anything your eyes can see, you can video it. You can take a picture of it. But I don't know. It's crazy. I watch a lot of those First Amendment audit videos, but. <laughs>
0: I just sent you uh, this Hype beast video from uh, three days ago and it actually it's it's kind of sad just because like I said I was such a, a fan of uh, Kanye's early work and, and it shows like his like path and it's like the recent stuff uh, can't even get you know down with but uh, obviously College Dropout the first album everyone knows through the wire to late registration Diamonds from Sierra Leone to uh the uh, uh like stronger album uh heartbreaks and uh graduation
1: what's he what's uh, you say also, is this is this him <laughs> that's that bear <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and that's what what is like persona early on and then the red suit uh the my dark beautiful the twist fantasy era, uh the when he's walking with the other guy that's Jay-Z, the Watch the Throne era, and then the Yeezus era. And that was like pretty much the end of like once the you get to the mountains one, that's like when he started to like lose everybody after
1: how much are his shoes?
0: Um <sighs> they, they used to be a lot, but even they've been hit by uh People have just, uh, like, turned against him. And so there's some people that'll still, you know, roll with him no matter what. But, like, certain shoes of his that used to go for, like, 100 this and that. I see him, like, no joke, being clearanced out for 20 bucks now. So, like.
1: <laughs> what are Yeezy pods? Are these socks?
0: Uh, I think they're kind of like slippers.
1: They look like socks. I'm looking at a picture of them. Well, they're 20 bucks now. I guess they dropped.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, from what I've seen, like a lot of it's... <laughs> yeah, people don't want to rock with that, that uh, that hate wear.
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, those shoes do look comfortable. I mean, especially for my heavy fat ass. Not these crazy looking ones, but... um. Those foam-looking foam, foam looking ones? Yeah. I bet those are nice and comfy, like those Croc-looking ones. Right. I bet those, they look comfortable. I could rock those, walk around the house. I won't buy them, but if someone gives me some,
0: I'll wear them. They got some uh, McDonald's Crocs I, I, I wanted. They had Grimace, <laughs> and they Ooh. had Ronald McDonald, and they had the Hamburglar. Don't see
1: those? Crocs? No. Now you yeah, make me look McDonald's them up. Ones. Welcome to the Shoe Society.
0: Um, <laughs> let me see. McDonald's Crocs. Ooh, those are fresh. The grimace ones, I think, sold out. He's the freshest
1: one. That's why. Yeah. I'd rock those grimaces or the Hamburglar. Yeah, I like Rubble ones. Ooh, I like these ones <laughs> with the fries. <laughs> those look cool. The Ronald McDonald one? Yeah. Oh $90 $91 for Grimace Oh man you're my man and everything But nah I can't
0: I think th- those ones are special too I think they got they're like fuzzy <laughs>
1: nah, these don't. They're fuzzy on the inside
0: Oh okay yeah
1: Yeah the inside <laughs> I would definitely rock these But I'm not paying $90 Or $100 For right? these things They look like uh, sandals right the the grimace ones
0: yeah
1: they look the grimace ones
0: sold out i thought about uh hamburglar
1: (laughs) these are something i would wear in the house i don't think i would go maybe to the mailbox or something but i wouldn't yeah uh, i wouldn't go walk around the streets Right. Right, um, right
0: right somebody
1: might somebody might jump me and get my <laughs> get my Grimace Crocs Right <laughs> <laughs> Alright well that's enough of a shoe society um, right. Spending it back to sports Really quick uh, The Oakland Ballers uh, To play an inaugural Season in Rimondi Park I think that's what it's called In uh, Oakland California And for those of you that are unfamiliar uh, With Oakland This park is in West Oakland and what side yeah uh, i didn't i only went there when i was only over there mainly when i went to summer school but at mcclyman's high school shout out to everyone there um i only went there for summer school and i was scared to death because west oakland at the time before all the gentrification started it was a rough area and uh the whole football team had my back uh, it, cause I helped them out in the world cultures class, uh, shout out to all that I can't remember everyone's name, but, uh, they had my back. They called me chief and I was letting that slide cause it was not my neighborhood and I did not want to get beat up. <laughs> so, um, they basically copied my homework, uh, every day. Hey chief, you got your homework? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> but then, I mean, that saved me. I mean, it saved me from getting an ass whooping a few times from locals in there because I was skating down the street one time to the bus stop. Some guys were yelling at me, Hey, 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 you on the skateboard. And then one, I heard then I, heard, I didn't look, I just was pushing my ass off, but I heard someone said, Oh, that's chief. Leave him alone. He's cool. And after that, I knew I was all good. So I can just mob up and down those streets during summer school hours. <laughs> but, um, this park, I have not been in that area in a really long time, especially yeah, where this we'll park see. is.
0: We'll um, see. We'll see.
1: As far as I know, public transportation. I don't know where they would put a parking lot unless they're gonna. I don't know. I'm just. I'm looking at it on the map. It is on off of um, the main street is. It's off a block off of uh, North Grand Ave, and the closest freeway would be, 880. But I'm not sure there's an exit right there. Um, and it's, it's not a good area. I mean, it could, I mean, with all the gentrification that's going on in quote unquote new Oakland, um, who knows? Maybe, maybe the neighborhood's fine now because there was some rough parts down there that now they built million dollar condos down there. It's like since the, um, the tech boom, everyone that can't afford to live in San Francisco moved to Oakland. And they're kind of starting to take over West Oakland, pushing out everybody, buying up all these houses on the cheap, f- flipping them, and sending them, selling them for a billion dollars. And the neighborhood's starting to get better. Some people, oh, that's good for. Fuck you, no, it's not. You pushed out all the people that were living there for generations. That's my opinion, everyone. Um, I'll go to I, this place. I mean, I'll go to I'll go to this park and, and check out a game, but. They the only thing they have up on the Oakland Ballers website is a um, a drawing of it. Uh, if you guys have any interest, go look on uh, OaklandBallers dot com. This it just looks like a little high school <laughs> stadium. I mean, it's bleachers. It could be cool. It could be cool. We'll see. I mean, um, I'm going to go regardless, but I mean, yeah. if, if it's this picture and this is what they're going off of, it probably this probably isn't the final product, but it looks like just bleachers, no covering. You're going to be roasting in the sun the whole game. Mm. Um, no outfield seating from from this picture, but they said there's general admission. Maybe it's general admission stands. I don't know. Maybe this is just a quick little drawing they did, but um once it's up and going i'm gonna go i mean if i can go to the very first game that would be awesome but um i don't know i I'm, i clicked on tickets and they're only selling season tickets right now they're not selling single single games um but all right they did make a quick little a cool little video it was on instagram i threw it over on the east society facebook page if you want to check that video out but if you want to see the little concept drawing go over to uh, oaklandballers.com and and check it out um uh, i'm gonna go i mean i'll support the team i mean i love baseball so can't have the a's i guess we gotta have the b's
0: speaking so. of the a's i don't know if you heard now that uh, vegas is having second thoughts about having the a's come there they're a little wishy-washy not sure it's gonna happen uh sacramento Wants to make a play they want The A's and they're promising They can deliver on like a Huge state of our art Best stadium you've ever Seen type deal
1: It better be enclosed Sacramento wanna, Yeah those their are Triple A team They were roasting in the sun Oh Man it gets right. hot In Sacramento not as hot as Vegas Not Vegas hot but it's hot and Right, right I, I won't support them I mean, Oakland ain't in front of it So I can't be a part of that nonsense But I'd, I'll still go It'd I mean, be uh,
0: convenient As far as like the commute Maybe closer <laughs> than the Coliseum, yeah
1: I mean, right. I'll go to check it out I mean, I my bucket list is to get to as many Major league stadiums as possible In my lifetime I've only been to a handful of them um, most of them on the west coast. The only two on the east I've been to is, uh, Yankee stadium and Fenway park. Uh, I like to go down and, and hit the rest of them, but I want to go. I still want to make, make it out to is a city field where the Mets play. Yes. I want to make it out there. Uh, I think that's in Queens. Um, but this, this Queens stadium, oh, it's not a stadium. It's a, um, little ball field, but who knows maybe like i said this is just a, a concept drawing it could be better it could be uh, shaded and over the at least be over the seats come on but i don't know but i mean if you go to these things they fixed it they fixed the the reno aces stadium the um uh, remember the the ball net how if you were sitting yeah. on the, the first base or third base side man those Great. line drives foul balls yeah they, they were <laughs> rocking they were rocking people i guess too many people got hurt so they put up those nets all the way to the end of the yep, of the yep. seats, so that's good. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm hoping this is just a, uh, like I said, just a little concept drawing uh, of the field they're gonna play on. But they 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 picked a spot uh, again. I'm not sure if it's the greatest part uh, area where this is at. I don't understand. I don't know the the parking situation. I'm sure you don't want to park on the street, and if you do. Make sure your car is empty because you, you don't want to get bipped. And yeah, just be careful <laughs> out there if you go. Um, I'm Uber it if you have to. There's no BART stations near this place. So that's uh, another big thing. Because um, the first one they were saying, Laney, who knows? They still might play at Laney until this place is completed because the season's starting pretty soon. And I don't even know if they broke ground on this field yet i'm going down to the bay area this weekend i'm going to drive by this place and see uh what they're doing and everything but all right that's enough of that uh we're already 45 minutes in to
0: <laughs> but get going
1: it's not gonna be three hours everyone so you have nothing right
0: no i mean i'll throw in a little freighter's talk when we get to tv well kick us off I only got two things
1: well you're gonna Talk with we're gonna talk true detective In a second but kick oh yeah off, yeah
0: yeah I got That got. too um yeah Like I said traders. um Season started off Real strong uh Getting a little more iffy Now um I mean Obviously I'm with it to the end and it's not That much longer uh couple more Weeks uh season finale on March 7th Uh but like I mentioned last time, they brought in my least favorite person from season one. The person who I felt ruined season one, Kate from Below Deck. Uh, they brought her back here for season two. And uh, at least the first few episodes she was back, I was like, okay, she's on a little bit better behavior. But now here it comes, Kate being Kate and the reason they brought her back. Uh, a little less excited now but uh yeah you know, like i said i'm with it to the end and uh i love the the concept uh honestly like i i hear like it's really quick to like film the show like they film it in like a week two weeks uh it's not that big a commitment that's why these uh reality stars are like willing to do it uh i think they should uh because this is like they did season one around this time last year. Uh, They should crank out, crank out another one for the end of this year. Like keep it rolling. Uh, There's way more than enough uh, people that have done reality TV out there that you can get and fill. Um, And even season one, it was like half reality, half first timers. So this second season, it was all uh, reality vets, but uh, yeah, either way, like uh, it's, I'm still obviously enjoying keeping up with it. but uh, I think like big moves, especially for like i I mentioned a couple weeks ago, uh, I'd never seen uh, a trap laid for the traders by the faithful like there was this time. And uh, it was actually pretty incredible. But the fact it happened put the traders completely on the ropes and exposed and i don't know how the rest of this game is going to play out now i think feel like the traders are like in big trouble and traditionally there's a little bit more cover for the traders but i feel like the cover the 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 traders are like well known now and like exposed which like i said could we'll see how it goes Hopefully it's still cool. All
1: right, that's on Netflix or Peacock.
0: It's on Peacock, and you know what I noticed? Especially I was I was going to watch this latest episode. They are not promoting this show um, very well. Like, (laughs) I was just trying to look like on their main menu for it. Like I was like, let me watch the new Traders episode, and I couldn't see it like at all on there. Like I had to finally give in and do the search for it for traders. And I was like, man, like considering they got a new episode every week, I thought they'd be uh, promoting it like a little better, you know, <laughs>
1: maybe it's not doing good and they could care less
0: <laughs> uh, either way. I know it, it's, it's fine. Cause like I said, I'm sure it's like super cheap to make, uh, cause the commitment, they, they film it all in like one, two weeks and, um, on top of that, like, you know, it's just, it's just so there's uh, like, they, they do also do other countries versions so they can reuse like the same games, like the same set. They use the same castle for Traders UK, so I'm sure it's, like, very affordable Like, to make as far as, like, a show goes
1: <laughs> All right That was all you got? Yeah All right We'll get to true crime in a minute Um, This is one, I believe it came out Um, Last year um, Let me see It might have I know it was doing festival runs last year. Not sure if it actually came out this year. Um, nope. Release date May 31st, 2023. Um, I've never heard of this. It just I was I got an email going you you may like this. It's streaming on Amazon and somewhere else. But this is n min n min The Untold Story. In 1975, in Sacramento, California, a group of skateboarders gathered under a freeway embankment, setting the stage for a global transformation in skateboarding. All right, this film—it was a documentary, and it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I didn't start skating until late 70s, 1979, and As far as I can remember, the only skateboarders in our neighborhood was myself and my brother, my older brother. Uh, He's the one that actually got me skateboarding because he had a skateboard. So it looked fun. I wanted my own. I kind of haggled this little kid and uh, traded him a handful of water balloons, and I had a skateboard. And then I had it down in our laundry room. Someone went down there and stole it. I never saw it again. I just ended up getting a new skateboard. But anyway, this story, it's just their story of them just growing up in Sacramento. This handful of guys, buddies, just skating, ripping it up. Uh, they would go, of course, when, when snowboarding came along, they started doing that as well. But it was just them skateboarding in the 70s. They had, there were skate parks and everything, but nothing too big. Uh, everything was pretty much shut down. By the time the 80s rolled around and destroyed, demolished. So, but there was this little embankment under this freeway in old Sacramento. And they would go down there and just bomb that little hill, hit those banks, front side, backside, do all kinds of slides and everything, and just have a good time. And then the, the guy that made this documentary, he was a, a much older guy. He said he didn't start skating until he was in his twenties, but he remembers the N-men. So, he started looking them up to see if they were still around. And he found, once Facebook and all that came around, he found uh, a couple of them. And then he reached out to them. And then they, he wanted to do a documentary on them. So, with that, the guys that still knew everyone got a hold of, of the rest of the guys. All the original N-Mens. And I assume N stood for Northern, like Northern California. So, they just it was just them. Uh, they... There were no cell phones, none of that. Uh, they did have some pictures and some video and everything, but not a lot. But they do remember this guy that took a bunch of pictures of them. And they, they knew his name, but they just didn't know where he was. So that guy did some research, said he went to the phone book or get online, found all these guys, these guys in California with that name and started going down the list and hitting all of them till he finally found the guy that had the pictures and they go is this i can't remember his name is this so-and-so that took pictures of the end man he goes yeah he goes i'm him and he goes do you still have any of those pictures he goes yeah i have all of them so they're like whoa so they went to his house and he had it on his computer and he just showed them and they added them to the documentary and everything and the film video footage of them this was in the old days of once the parks were gone uh, especially like I was mentioning earlier, it's hot in Sacramento. That's what they were saying. It was really hot. There's always droughts in, in Sacramento. So the with the water, they couldn't do much. So they had to drain all these pools. So all these guys were just scouting and hunting empty pools to skate and everything. I mean, we did that too in the Bay Area. I've skated <sighs> Blood Bowl, Dust Bowl. The one in that old abandoned hotel, the Casper's Bowl, it was, it was in this crack hotel. Um, it was it was a risky skate, man. You got in and skate until the crackheads came and chased us away. Um, uh, there was a swimming pool up in when they had that fire up in the Oakland Hills. I mean, the house was gone, but the pool was still there. We went up there and skated that. Um, we found a lot of pools, really, throughout the Bay Area. I mean, if you found them, you had to hit them quick because they were going to be gone the next day. And that's what these guys were doing. This was basically, I compare this, the Inman story, to the Z-Boys, if you guys have seen that documentary. Uh, what they were doing down in, in Southern California, down in the Venice Beach area, and Dogtown, is what these guys were doing in Sacktown in old Sacramento area. Kind of do minus the, minus the surfing because there's no surf in Sacramento. Um, but they did go, of course, to to the coast to surf and everything. But they did a lot of uh, pool skating and street skating and all that, and that's what the Z Boys did as well. So it was an awesome documentary. I really, I had to rent it. I think it was like a dollar ninety nine on Amazon. Um, it's not very long. I think it was like an hour and thirty minutes or something like that. But it was an awesome documentary. It was it was cool to hear everyone's story. Um, it wasn't just dudes. There was a couple of gals in there as well. And there was one part that got me. It just floored me. There was one guy, one of their buddies, it was a black guy that used to skate with him and then he kind of just disappeared. And when they found him, it was just like he in and out of prison, in and out of jail, uh drugs. He just couldn't kick that addiction. And he was like, but they got a hold of him. They found him. So uh the guy, the original guy that started the end men, he he went down there and he hung out with them and they skated and everything. And then um uh, he was supposed to come to this big skate thing there this little uh get- together that we were gonna do but then he ended up going back into jail so but um they kind of took a break the the guy who made this uh, documentary um oh. he kind of took a break for a little bit and then because the, the guy the main guy he was dealing with i cannot remember his name uh the main the leader of the man, i guess um they got a hold of him and then they kind of had to they took a break for a while Cause, but he he wasn't done fin- finishing his documentary. So I guess they had this big uh, skate jam together and he went to it. And the guy that he was interviewing helped him. He was like, I didn't even recognize him. Um, He looked just super skinny and everything. And they said he, when they started the documentary, he looked fine. He was a bigger guy, still skated. But then... I guess shortly after, or maybe he already knew about it and, it, and it just got the best of him. He had cancer, and then he ended up um, just kind of withering away. And at the end of the documentary, um, that guy passed away, and and the black guy, he was in prison at the time, and he didn't know his buddy, so he kind of got a hold of his mom, and it was like, "Hey, have you heard from?" I can't remember the guy's name, and he's like, "No, I've been in prison, or I was in jail, and." She's like, oh, well, he's not doing too good. He's in the hospital. He's on life support. And he was like, oh, man. So by the time he got out of jail, he wanted to go down and see him. But it was too late. He was gone. And when that guy was telling that story about his buddy, he just broke down crying. And he was like, he was my best friend, man. He was there for me. His family took me in when no one else wanted him. Yeah, He was crying, just still just talking. And I was like, oh, the part that got me is when he said I loved him more than my real brother. And that that floored me. The reason it floored me, I mean, I don't know if my older brother listens to the show or not. I love him to death. I would do anything for him, but he's my brother. And if you guys are brothers or sisters, you're, you're going to fight. Everyone does don't matter. What Even if you had the greatest, you're going to get in disagreements and everything. I remember one time I got into a fight with my brother, and Darren was there. And Darren, that was my brother to the end, skated with me up and down California. When that guy said, I loved him more than my brother. I I remember, like I said it yesterday, I remember when I had a fight with my brother, I remember telling him that you're not my brother. My real brother, He he live, he's going to be here. This is when Darren was living in Oklahoma. I said, oh, my, bro- my real brother's coming back. I was mad, everyone. And it, it, it's been bugging me ever since, since I've said that to him. But, I mean, we since made up. I mean, he's my older brother. I love him and everything. But when that guy said that, he goes, I loved him more than my real brother. I just broke down crying watching that part thinking of my brother D and I was just like, Oh man, I had to rewind it cause I missed everything else after that. Cause I was just crying my eyes out thinking of am Darren and I, I, rewinding it, watching that scene again, still tears on my eyes and everything. But man, that was his boy, man. That was his homie. I was his brother always skating with him. And it just made me think of Darren. That's how Darren was. If he was he was there with me through thick and thin through all the bullshit uh, that I grew up going through all the good times both of us bullshit in our families bullshit in his family we were there for one another and that's how these guys were all of them the end the end men I mean we had our skate crew uh, growing up there was mostly natives but then we had a couple Chinese guys and. Uh, a few white guys in our crew, but the the hardcore crew that was together all the time it was it was it was all native guys. Me, Darren, Joe, Lavore, Carl, and um, some other guys. Cameron and the rest of these some, some younger grommets. They came in later, but the, that was like kind of the main force uh, and then the the the, the, like the 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 main fist of it. The first five of us that all skated together all the time every day. But that was a kind of camaraderie these guys had that we had growing up in Oakland. These guys were in Sacramento, about an hour away from our east into California. We were on the coast in Oakland. So, I mean, all these stories like that, even like the Z-Boys, man, it all had its similarities. There's a movie called um, uh, What's Up Rockers? That was pretty much our life story. It was it was some, it was a story that took place down in in, in the L.A. area in, in um, with these Mexican skateboarders. But I remember watching that and Darren. I told Darren you need to watch this movie. He watched it and he was like, dude, that's us. And it was. If you guys have seen that movie, that was how we were. How we <laughs> we were together, skateboarding, playing punk rock music and thrash, and all that, trying to get at chicks and everything. That was us. <laughs> so if you guys have seen that movie, check that movie out But this documentary is amazing um, It says it's on Tubi If you guys don't mind the ads You can watch it for free I and I just paid the ninety nine. I didn't want to watch I didn't, didn't want to deal with ads or anything But it's an awesome documentary For you rippers out there Old style uh, Dirt skateboarders is what they called them <laughs> And I, I'm definitely a dirt skater Old dirt skater so, but it was, it was an awesome man. I wasn't expect to have tears in my eyes in it, but it was, it was, it was, a, it was really cool. And just made me think of my brothers, um, shout out to Darren, uh, Lavor, Joe, Carl, tough, Donnie, uh, even my brother, Jay, he's still out there skating too. He's 55 years old and he's still out there doing it. Um, I think we were the last ones to keep skating. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone else is, I know. Jamie and, and myself, were the only, as far as I know, we're the only ones. Uh, Darren, he passed. He wasn't skating anymore. Um, Carl, our brother Carl, he he passed away. I wasn't sure if he was skating anymore. Um, but, yeah, the rest of the guys. The only ones I really know right now is myself and my brother. We're still out there doing it. But, yeah, definitely check this documentary out. Men: The Untold Story. Like I said, it's free on Tubi, or if you want to watch it on the Roku channel or Amazon Prime, rent it, and that's as far as I know where it's at. But it was, it was an awesome documentary; I really loved. It. If you enjoyed uh, Dogtown or Z Boys or Dogtown Z Boys or whatever the documentary is called, definitely check this one out. It's definitely worth your time. So, alrighty, ah. on to True Detective season four, Night Country. I said I wasn't going to watch it until it was over. The final episode is we're recording this on Sunday, and the final episode is up right now. I didn't watch it yet. But did you?
0: No. And actually honestly, I I'm one more behind, so I got two to finish.
1: Okay. Well, I'm I'm caught up. I just need to watch the season finale cuz once I started, there's only six episodes. Once I started, I said, "Well, let me just watch the first episode so I can talk about it." I was sucked in. <laughs> Yeah, hella good. Uh, but the storyline—I mean, for the story for the for the the True Detectives—it's um the lives of police detectives as they as they chase criminals using unconventional methods. The officers struggle to gain control on their own personal demons as they attack different cases.
0: But this each is se- Night each Country. Each season is different. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. There was sun. they kept saying day fourteen is night, but then there were scenes when they were, the sun was up. So I don't I don't know what was going on up there. But this is somewhere in Alaska. I'm not really sure exactly where it they is. They
0: call it Ennis, but it's that that's a fake. That Ennis yeah. isn't real.
1: It is yeah. Let me see, where is this? Uh, it is filmed. Oh, the season is filmed in Iceland and Alaska. Um, The budget was $60 million this season But this stars Academy Award winner Jodie Foster as Chief Liz Danvers uh, Kylie Reese as Trooper Evangeline Navarro I love her I cannot remember what tribe she is She is from Providence, Rhode Island And she is Cherokee and nip nip I'm not really sure where that um massachusetts or connecticut i think but anyway and i believe she is i want to say part black unless i read that wrong she was in a movie that was my number one movie um last year um What the hell was that movie called? (laughs) Uh, Catch the Fair One, if you guys uh, have seen that film. Awesome, awesome film. Uh, She helped write that movie as well. That was one of those movies that uh, we did for uh, Stream Fiends. Shout out to Brian. He's the one that uh, told me to watch it because this gal is a uh, a light welterweight champ and middleweight. Um, But anyway, she she started doing and acting and everything. And I probably wouldn't even watch this season if she wasn't in it that was the main reason i watched it. plus i love jody foster so i probably eventually would have would have got around to it but this case um it's a murder case uh up in alaska and it's and it's those times when it gets dark and where it's dark all the time and it's snowing constantly snowing constantly but there's uh these guys at this uh, research facility um something happens and then uh when they went that we see something going on, but we don't see what happens. So uh, I assume this last episode, we're, we're gonna at least see what the hell happened and what's going on. It's kind of dealing with uh, murder with these guys in that res- research lab. Kind of reminded me of uh, the thing John Carpenter's a thing. And then there's another murder that was that, that wasn't ever solved. It was a um, I think it was her was her sister that died.
0: I don't know if it was her. I don't, I don't think is it was her, her sister or her sister. cousin or something. I think it one. was her. Yeah, I think it was her cousin. Yeah, because her sister, she's dealing with her, oh, her during sister.
1: the time. I don't, want, I don't want to say what happened to her sister, everyone. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, her sister's. I think it's her cousin or her best friend or something. Anyway. Anyway, so there was a murder that happened years before this incident at that research center. Uh, facility so they're trying to figure Out that but then they're starting to feel Like realize that there's Um this big where they oil company Or something that's yeah That's digging in in the In the snow and in the ground and It's basically Poisoning the water supply That's going to the res Alright time to pull out my Soapbox It's like the same shit that was going out In standing rock when they were fighting for for the water rights because they didn't want that or that pipeline to go through there and fucking all the shit that they went through they they fucking had to fight and fight and fight and they still ended up putting that thing in because their fucking police and all their private police force and everything and then the government stepped in and all this shit and basically said fuck you to the natives and we're putting this there anyway it won't break you won't whatever, and then the fucking thing broke and that's what everyone was trying they were fighting for because they didn't want shit in their water and that's what's going on in this show they're they're uh the stuff that they're doing the drilling that they're doing uh it broke and it, it got into the water and and it's just it's there, all these uh ladies all these uh natives on the res are getting having stillborn babies because of all the shit that's in, in the water now when that when that was a kid, I was like Fuck me, man! <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. "God damn it!" I was going off. Um, no but no I mean, that that shit happens, man. I mean, this is just a TV right? show and right? it's a fictional story, but it it happens. And some people oh, yeah. are like, "Oh, it's nothing" and all that, and they're they're just stupid protesters. They're just stupid labels. Fuck you. These people were fighting for clean drinking water. And they're protesting and fighting on this show too because they want clean drinking water. Every we need water to live. Everybody wants clean water. But nope, all these big businesses come in there and oh it's it's safe, it's safe, and then they ended up fucking everyone.
0: Yeah, it's always and, the and natives. The one case, and the one case, the anti uh, that's the, the the older case, the case they got buried. Um, she was like the loudest uh, protester, so everybody like assumed like they they silenced her.
1: Yeah, they did. That's what they exactly what they did. They fucking killed her, and that happens. It's happening now. Some people don't think it is. It's happening right now. It doesn't have to be nothing to do with native issues. That's the only main reason it gets me mad. Sure. I mean, anybody, man, you you try to up, bring something to the foretable that they want to keep hidden, and you're going to disappear. Doesn't right. matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. There's plenty, plenty of cases of that shit happening. Oh, right. uh, he just, he, and he, uh, oh, he hung himself uh, in the prison. He 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 killed himself. Yeah, right. They killed him. Right. You guys right, know right, what I'm talking right. about. They killed him. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, man, that that's what's happening on this show, man, and and it's kind of also leaning into um a spiritual type of stuff, yes. especially dealing with natives.
0: And uh, some of that stuff is so interesting, and it was really well done. I thought, it's fucking. I, I can't talk about a lot of it, but sure, I get it, that too.
1: It's it's not a it's not a joke. Some people always yeah, it's just not, TV it's just made up. Yeah, no, you no, don't no, no. fucking. You listen to the elders when they tell you to not to do something. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of these movies, too, even with the horror movies and everything, dealing with natives and everybody, and all these white people don't believe it, and then they go on up and they end up disappearing. Well, you should have listened to the natives because they told you guys not to do it. <laughs> that's why you're dead. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, listen to that shit, man. Don't, I mean, don't just go, ah, it's nothing. It's it's fake. It's superstition. All right, man, when you end up missing on, on a fucking milk carton, that's your own fault. But
0: Yeah. Well, so I told yeah, you about the- that uh, on the Netflix they, ha- they do the new version of unsolved mysteries and they had that, uh, the Navajo, uh, police. Remember I told you about that episode where it was yeah. like, they were like, it was like X files. They basically refer to themselves as like, they were X files. They, they investigated all like the, the spirituality and like the calls and the, um, what, what's the, the term, the, uh, Nightwalkers, or what were they? I'm not going to say it, because I'm
1: not sent talking about it. I don't follow okay, that sorry. shit, so, no. Nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, that, even just the way they presented it on Insolved Mysteries, they did, like, an animation, and that was, like, obviously pretty creepy, but, um, anyway, spinning back to this, um, how about, as far as, like, the horror aspect, this is the clip I wanted to send you, the opening... Of the second episode. Spoilers for just that. It's pretty early in the series. So it's light spoilers. But um, when they find the mass of bodies. And the one comes back to life. Very horror movie like. It's like.
1: Well maybe to you. <laughs> not, not to me. Uh, they ripped that off from fucking uh, the thing. <laughs> but. John Carpenter's the thing. That's what I thought of when they found all those bodies, those frozen bodies. I was like, wait a minute, are they stuck together? And then they, they were stuck together by ice and everything. But
0: and though, yeah, and the, but the one came back to life.
1: Because uh, it reminded me of that scene um, of one of the, the guys from the thing. They 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 were chasing him, and he was outside. And then when they caught him, he was kneeling down on the ground. Then he turned around and went I opened his yeah, mouth and his exactly. hands were all crazy. It reminded me of that scene from from yep. the thing. Yeah, exactly uh, So they totally like they totally ripped that off. Yeah. From the thing.
0: No, it is. It's, it is. It is. And that's fine. But um, you like the opening credits?
1: Yeah, Billie Eilish. Oh, awesome song.
0: <laughs> and it's like a cool like montage too. It,
1: yeah, like, the it's song cool. is um, uh, bury your friend. From her, um, what the hell's that album called? Um, she's already, she's she, like an an album ago. Uh, when all when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Yeah, yeah, I believe it is track 10, I think. Um, and that song, I mean, when that when I was sitting there watching and that the music hit, I just kind of sat, I went, Whoa, Billy. So she, had, <laughs> there was a, a couple other songs they used uh, from from hers in this as well. But um, what's going on? It's it's cool. They're, it's just uh, Jody Foster and or uh, Dan Chief, quick, Chief too, Danvers me... and Trooper Navarro. They're trying to figure out what's going on, and they they're starting to put two and two together. They're trying to get help uh, from outside uh, police forces, and then they're finding out shit that's going on there. Some dirty right. shit. And this big um, company uh, is doing dirty shit, and they're slowly – now they're it seems like they're on the run right now. Right. So, right.
0: But this show um, is awesome. Better yeah, than the first season. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no. I mean, I think the so. first season's got its place. The, the It's got its, like, legendary status. And then everybody hated on season two. I'm watching they that thought right it now. it rebounded with season three. I, I thought season two was all right. It's it's you know not I'm on amazing, season two but...
1: now. I like what's going on. Colin yeah. badass.
0: Yeah, season two got a lot of hate when it first aired. <laughs> when
1: he uh, beat the shit out of that kid's dad, Whew, that was awesome. I would have did that shit too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh
0: But yeah, what would you think about? Didn't that oh, that first episode though of this season, <laughs> Night Country, it had the thirty days of night vibe. Like, that whole, just even the opening and the did, ready but that, for 30 days of night. They
1: keep saying <laughs> night. I mean, there's those scenes when the sun's out. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be dark the whole time.
0: Well, but I think those are, like, flashbacks.
1: No, <laughs> they're not. There's scenes of them driving around, or if they're in the house and you look outside, it's not, like... Uh, super sun's up I don't think the sun is up I think it's up enough to where it's light outside mm. And I was like Hey wait a minute But
0: yeah, Well interestingly I also sent you that pod I don't know if you got a chance to check it out But it's uh, A real native Alaskan does the official pod For this season A True Detective Night Country And on there she was talking about Some of her experiences Like dealing with the that that time where it's where it's always night and then i assume you know you get the reverse which is uh uh insomnia which is the 30 days of light <laughs> that's
1: what i don't know man i don't think i could do it uh a buddy of mine he was up there when it was dark and when it was light I think he spent the, he was up there for a couple of years doing whatever and he said in the beginning it, it was it was tough Especially right. during the, the daytime when it was like midnight. Was <laughs> so but <laughs> he said he had to just blacken out all the windows in his house um and take sleeping pills until he was like used to it. So he would work all day, uh be it at night or or during the day when it was all when it was night all the time or when it was day all the time. He goes, you work enough and your body just like, oh, you're, you're tired oh, and you can't sleep. Yeah. He goes, but there was some, some cats up there that he was working with. That just like, he goes, did you see Insomnia, that movie? I was he goes, yeah. He said there was some guys walking around like um, Real uh, Al, like Al Pacino. Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> he said there was some guys like that. Uh, That they had to like basically give them something to make them sleep. Because they just couldn't. Uh, speaking of that i need to watch that movie again <laughs> that movie yeah really i watched good. it
0: pretty recently it
1: christopher, pretty christopher nolan i didn't realize that was his film but that movie's awesome uh robin williams rest in peace that was an amazing uh role he did as well as um shit they were all academy award winners al pacino um uh, hillary swank and uh robin williams
0: real yeah. al pacino
1: but this this <laughs> season, awesome, man. I mean, I'm definitely, once we're, uh, the kids should be asleep by now. Once we're done with this, I'm going to go and, and watch the Finish final episode. Because I, I just could not stop. I'm glad, like I said, when when we first brought this up, I was going to like let, let it pretty much play out before I sat down. So there was five episodes out when I started this. And I just nice. went boom, 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 boom. <laughs> went, went yeah, each of them. So I'm caught up so I can watch the, the season finale. Uh, tonight, I wish there was more episodes But six is all we're getting
0: Yeah, and that's too bad too Because uh, the first three seasons I think they all got eight
1: Yeah, they did That's too so bad Probably Jody She could look, I could do it But I can only do this much So sure, But I mean, I think sure. they're pretty much they, they're, they're pretty much wrapping it up all tonight So It I mean, blows
0: me away that it's been 10 years since the first it was 2014 when the first true detective airs that's crazy i'm always saying things like that how like time flies and like i feel like all of a sudden like i've been like interacting with all this stuff that came out in 2014 and i'm like damn that's 10 years ago already that's crazy
1: time well, flies. It's an awesome series. If you guys have uh, HBO Max or Max, whatever they're calling it, definitely check it out because it is worth your time. Um, I only watched the first season. Uh, all of this season will probably be done tonight, and I started season two. Um, so I'm, I'm a few episodes in. But
0: um, They got that. Uh, they all have the the slight connection. The uh, Even though he was... Uh it was mostly season one. Uh, each season has the uh, spiral, the yellow king.
1: I don't know. I don't remember.
0: each season has the little spiral logo they deal with.
1: Like I, it's uh, it's
0: kind of like a connecting piece. Like that's usually behind like the root of evil
1: i don't know what year this is happening i assume like now but i don't know we'll see But true detective on max everyone check it out full season four is all episodes are up right now so i'm gonna watch it later on tonight but yep. all right movies i got three in um i went and seen uh bob marley one love my son and i went and saw it today it's uh, rated pg-13 uh, musical drama, and it's an hour and 47 minutes uh, Jamaican singer, songwriter Bob Marley Overcomes adversity in to become the most famous Reggae musician in the world Alright, that is Google IMDB, the story of how reggae icon Bob Marley overcame adversity and the journey behind his revolutionary music. This is directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, written by Terrence Winter, Frank E. Flowers, and Zach Balin. And this stars Kingsley Ben-Adir, a Lashana, I think that's his name, Lynch. James Norton, Tosh and Cole, Anthony Welsh, Umi Mayers, and a bunch of other people. I did not know one person in this film. Bob Marley, One Love. Um, awesome, awesome film. Um, I am not a Bob Marley fan. I know his songs, well, his big songs. I don't know all, all of his stuff, but I mean, of course, they're just going to play all the, the main songs that everyone knows in it. I thought this film was going to be his whole life story within two hours of how he started doing his music. They kind of show you a little bit out in the flashbacks of it, but they pretty much, this story pretty much starts right uh, when he's already kind of famous. He's big in Jamaica. Uh, he's about to go to Europe to do a tour. He's still making albums. This is right before he made uh, the Exodus album. And before he goes to Africa and America and everything. Um, I'm not sure exactly where they filmed all of this. Probably, I assume Jamaica as well. But uh, at times, if you cannot understand the the Jamaican accents, the, the, the Rasta, Rasta, what did he call it? Rasta something. Uh, what they were calling themselves. Um, it, it, it was there was times because I heard people what did he say? What did he say? Uh, they couldn't understand it I mean, I had friends that, that are Jamaican and their parents and all that talk like these guys and yeah, I, I get it There was times where I was like what they what but being around it. I mean, I was able to pick it up So I, I was pretty much able to follow along Uh, the dialogue with this film there might have been a couple of words here and there that I, I didn't get but you you get what's going on on the screen and everything but I thought this guy did an amazing performance. Uh, Kingsley Benadire as Bob Marley. I thought he did an awesome job. And then there was a guy that played a younger um, Bob Marley. What was his name? Um, Quan Daji. I can't even pronounce the rest of his name. I thought he did an awesome job uh, as a, a, a teen. Uh, Bob Marley. I thought that was really cool during some of the flashbacks, and I really loved that they showed uh, the Wailing Whalers when they were doing their ska uh, era. Uh, when that song kicked in, I was like, "Yeah, I, I was, it was really cool. I loved um, ska music, uh, the, the ska reggae music." <laughs> so, but it was really cool. It was a good story. Eric, he likes watching these these um, these biopic films and everything, so he he really loves. It. I don't. I'm not really sure if he listens to to Bob Marley. But um, he's always interested in in these stories of these famous musicians and everything. I did not realize he died so young. He was only 36, I believe, uh, when he passed uh, from cancer. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't didn't, see. I didn't know that. I mean, because like I said, I mean, I'm not I wasn't that big of a of a Bob Marley fan. I mean, I mean, I knew who he was. I mean, a lot of my friends were really, really deep uh, into it. But I just didn't. Um, I didn't. I don't have. I don't own any of his tracks. I don't own any of his albums and anything. But I can appreciate and who who he is. Yeah, he passed.
0: You need to get some Bob Marley from your CD guy.
1: (laughs) He was born Robert Nesta Marley on February sixth, nineteen forty-five, in Jamaica, and he passed uh, May eleventh, nineteen eighty-one, at the age of thirty-six in Miami, Florida. Uh, He had cancer. Um that was as as much as I knew of who he was, his music and and when he when he died. I didn't realize how young he was um but he left us with a lot of good music and everything. Um, will this make me go out and buy some of his stuff? Probably not. I mean, I hear it uh occasionally here and there i I know who he is. I know his music, and I can appreciate it and I can appreciate who he is and what he's done for music um but it was a really, really good film, man. I really loved what was going on. It wasn't what I wanted, but I loved uh, what was happening and what he was trying to do to bring uh, the two political things that were going on in Jamaica together. I thought that was awesome. How he was, his music was helping everybody overcome some of the the political bullshit that was going on in uh, in Jamaica. So. Uh, I loved all that. And at the very end of the film, they did show uh, the real Bob Marley talking about some stuff, so I saw that was awesome. And then when the credits were rolling, uh, some live performances, his son, Ziggy Marley, opened up the film, talking about, th- he was thanking everybody. He was one of the executive producers, as well as um, uh, Brad Pitt. Um, to Ziggy Marley was saying that he was there every day for the whole filming of this film. He says, because I wanted to make sure that this was a true um, story that represented his father. He didn't want just Hollywood to take it over and make up whatever. I'm sure they might have made up some stuff. It's Hollywood. But he was there the whole time to oversee the whole project. So I thought that was really awesome. But this film, I thought it was really good. Right now, it's on my best of 2024. And it's only the second movie on my list. Everything. So... Still earlier in the year. Will this remain on my list? I don't know. We'll see. We still got months and months of this year. And maybe the two movies that are on there right now will get bumped off. But uh, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was an awesome film. I mean, there's nothing to spoil. Especially if you guys know who Bob Marley is. So definitely uh, go check it out. And that was Bob Marley, One Love. All right. The next one. This is uh, from the... Sony Spider-Verse. Madam Web. Rated PG-13. Action sci-fi. It was an hour and 54 minutes. They could have shaved off 20 minutes and got their point across. Um, Cassandra Webb is a New York paramedic who starts who starts to show signs of clairvoyance, forced to come confront revelations about her past. She must protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. Alright, that is Google, IMDb, Cassandra Webb, New York Metropolitan paramedic begins to demonstrate signs of clairvoyance, forced to challenge revelations about her past. Basically the same thing. <laughs> Alright, bless you. Um, this is directed by S.J. Clarkson. I do not know who this is. Young woman is. I only say that because she's younger than me. Well, she directed some of the Defenders, Jessica Jones, which I hated. Um, Life on Mars, um, Succession. She's directed one episode of that. A lot of TV. So, and Bates Motel and everything. Alrighty, and this stars Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Webb, a Sydney Sweeney as Julia. Cornwall, Isabella Merced as Anya Corazon, Celeste O'Connor as Maddie Franklin, The Great Mike Epps, he pops into this for a second, uh, Tahar Rahim, I can't pronounce it. he played Ezekiel Sims. Ooh. Um, I liked him in Napoleon and some other things I've seen him in, but I don't know what... They wanted him to do in this Because he just, I don't know He sounded like he was reading his lines The whole time But that's how they wanted him to put out his lines So I was kind of like whoa, whoa, What's happening here Emma Roberts, she plays um Mary And Adam Scott is Ben And a bunch of other people in this Alright um, I'm not going to do any spoilers In this thing it is the Sony Spider Verse, so I assume it's in the 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 realm of Venom uh, and Morbius. Uh, this is before those. Oh
0: right, two thousand three, right?
1: Yeah, this is before Venom, the Trash Venom movies, and Morbius. And some people were saying, "Oh, Morbius! This made Morbius look good." I liked Morbius better than this.
0: Um, I didn't. Yeah, that's hate... what they're saying. They're I, saying didn't it ha- I didn't. Made Morbius look like Godfather too.
1: I didn't hate <laughs> the movie. The knowledge I know of Madame Web. This is the how in his analogy became in the books, but this is how Sony wants you to think. Madam Webb is And who these three gals were Which I was like What's happening here? If you see the trailer And you see these girls In their suits and in action I'll give you that much Don't expect A lot of that Which I was like Hmm Okay The biggest thing for me was Spider-Woman well, I don't know if she's Spider-Woman, but that's how she looks. Spider-Woman is from Battleworld. I don't know if we're going to get that in Secret Wars once it comes, but but this I was like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? Uh,
0: Anya Corazon and Maddie Franklin have their own Spider-Verse uh, comic books, too. They are Spider-Woman characters from, from the books.
1: Yeah, one of them looked like that one chick from um, uh, uh, the last Spider-Verse movie. But I mean it's worth watching Of course I'll buy it I ha- I got both of the Venom movies I got Morbius um, But I, I don't know There isn't a lot of action in it But the action that is in it Especially when they were fighting I thought that was cool um, <clears throat> Some of the CGI is really crappy Especially dealing with the spiders I was like come on this is all you could do um, But The bad guy, like I said, uh, Ezekiel Sims, when he's. I don't know. (laughs) Evil Spider Man. I don't know. They didn't say what he was calling himself, but you see him in the trailer. And I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if Spider Man's going to be in this universe or not, but. Oh, who knows? Maybe Peter Parker or, or um, is Toby or is it uh, Adam Garfield? I don't know. Or is it Andrew Garfield? I don't know uh, what they're doing. I get what Sony's doing. They have to keep making these movies to keep the property. So we're going to get crazy movies that don't deal. But then technically... With the way Marvel Studios and their multiverses... And we did get Venom in that last Spider-Man movie for a second. We got uh, the Vulture and Morbius. So, But then again, this is all before those movies. So I don't know what was happening. I'll watch this movie again. Of course, I'm going to buy it, like I said. But I was just like, hmm... Um... Just don't expect much when you go see this film. I'm not saying it was bad. I enjoyed it. And I asked Eric, what would you think? He goes, eh, that was all right. Um, he liked Morbius better as well. But it was just like, hmm.
0: It made okay. Morbius look like Godfather 2?
1: Godfather 2 was garbage to begin with. I don't know what everyone was. I don't, I don't know the comparison with that. Um, Godfather 3 was garbage. <laughs> I mean, but 2 was better than 3. I don't know. I just I just like the first one. I don't I don't own any of those movies. I didn't really wasn't on its nuts like a lot of people are. I love the first one. If anything, I would probably just buy that one. I didn't care for the second or third one. But <laughs> Madam Webb. I didn't have a problem with Dakota Johnson. Everybody was like, Oh man, she's just doing this for a paycheck. As well as they're talking about um what the hell's her name. Sydney Sweeney. Uh, she played Ju- Ju- Julia Cornwell. She's the, the the Spider Woman looking one in the black and the blonde hair. Um, I liked her character in it. I guess they were saying that she was in some other other TV shows and I, and that one with um
0: the Zendaya Mary Jan-
1: Yeah, Mary Jane. That one. Did you finish that? Dude, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> the
1: what? Uh, that uh, Europia or whatever the hell it was called, Euphoria. and they're all whatever, when they were all drugged out. and no. Oh, man, that shit was crazy. Not for me. <laughs> it was for me, and it was nuts, everyone, if you guys haven't seen it. Um, stay away from drugs, boys and girls. Drugs are bad. But I didn't have an issue, because there's all kinds of YouTube reviewers. There's TikTok guys are saying how trash this movie is. You got to go in there expecting trash when it comes to Sony and their Spider-Verse. You just got to expect it. Um, Because Marvel Studios isn't behind any of this. Kevin Feige don't want to put his name on any of this. That's why they did that deal with Sony and Marvel Studios to give us the three Tom Holland films. And to have him pop up in Civil War and Endgame and Infinity War and everything they had they they did that deal to where they were able to do that. We needed Spider-Man over in in uh, the MCU. So but again the the Spider-Verse, the multiverse, it's it is all connected one way or another. I don't know uh, what they're going to do. I mean, and, and like I said, Sony they have to make these movies to keep the property. Because they can't just keep making Spider-Man movies. I'm hoping for Amazing Spider-Man 3. I want to see Andrew Garfield do it again. Because I did not have a problem with him. It's not his fault he had two shit movies. But I did not have a problem with him as Peter Parker. As the Amazing Spider-Man. I thought he was awesome. My
0: favorite part from that first movie is uh, when the guy has the knife on him. And he's like, oh no, you discovered my weakness. Small
1: knives. I thought out of the three cats that did Spider Man in the movies, not uh, Christopher Hammond, that'll always be the OG Spider Man. Um, I thought Andrew Garfield uh, portrayed him the best, my opinion. You guys might a lot of people think uh, Tobey Maguire is, is Spider Man. He was good. I'm not saying he was bad. I love th- I love those three movies. But I, as far as if I was to pick out of the three, I liked Andrew Garfield the best. Again, it's not his fault that he had two crappy movies. Um, But I don't know. I mean, again, if you guys are just, the Zissou, he hadn't seen it yet. He's going to go see it regardless. Um, But I just, I wanted a little more in it. Again, it could have been shortened. It didn't need to be that long cuz it was just a lot of a lot of explaining things kind of and i was kind of like, "Oh, really?" And then when we were, me and Eric were sitting there watching it cuz there was names were being dropped, that we were like kind of going, "Huh?" And then cuz i didn't i didn't do no any kind of research in this cuz i knew it wasn't going to be right. I was just going to take it for what it is. But when we found out some characters, I was like, I bet that's so and so and turned out to be right when the credits were rolling. So but if you go on IMDb, you can you can see who, who I'm talking about. And I was like, uh, ah, okay. But this I don't know. Um if they're gonna restart Spider Man and they're gonna tie it into all this, okay. <laughs> but Uh, Madam Web, see it if you want. I mean, some of my friends saw it that did not know anything about this story, and they liked it. They were like, no, I thought it was good. I mean, that's fine. If you have no idea who these characters are or anything, or you just go to see these movies, just see these comic book movies, and you enjoy them, fine. I mean, you enjoy them. Um, I'm not bashing this movie. Like I said, I'm buying it, and I will watch it again. Uh, will I go to the theater and see it? Eh, probably not. But, um, it was entertaining. I mean, I liked everybody in it, except for the Ezekiel Sims character. It kind of bugged me with that one. Uh, I wished Mike Epps had a bigger role, but yeah, he's only in it for a minute. But everyone else, I thought the four gals, the main gals, Cassandra Webb, I thought she did her job as well as the other three uh, young, young women. I thought they all did their job as well, but. Um the music was cool because it was set back in the early two two thousands, so I thought that was really cool. But yeah, again, check it out if you want. Madam Webb, um don't go in there with the knowledge that you know of the of the real character, because that ain't what you're getting. <laughs> so just go in there and take it for what it is. If you're gonna go in there and then bash the hell out of it, then that that's your prerogative. Shout out to Bobby Brown. But anyway, Madam Webb. Uh, when are you gonna go see it? Tuesday. Oh, there's no credit scenes, mid credit, end of credit. There's none of that. So when mm-hmm. the movie's over, uh, there's some stuff going on during the, like the uh, the star and whoever, whatever, like they like they do in in the movies, and then show some things that happened in the movie. That that's about it. There's no there's no after credit scene. So um, once the movie's over, you can get up and walk out if you don't want to watch uh, the little things that are on the screen. But it's basically nothing. But
0: Madam right. Web producer already has ideas for a potential sequel. That's obviously not going to happen.
1: Just make it good, please. <laughs> That's all it's I want.
0: It's not going to happen. It's it got crushed. So
1: I think it could. I mean, like I said, man, they got to keep making these shit movies to keep the property. I'm sure Disney is here. We'll give you a billion dollars, ten billion. And that's someone's like, eh? No, that's all right. But I'm sure these movies they are putting out aren't making tons of money. I mean, there's people that love both of those Venom movies. They were shit to me. hashtag Not my Venom. Morbius. I knew who the character was. Which one did you like better, Venom None or None of them. None, uh, of them.
0: None Which one them. did you be- between Venom and Venom Two?
1: None of them. You like they better? were both equally trash. Yeah,
0: I'm sure Nothing... you liked the first Venom more. No, Carnage. that was fucking terrible.
1: Ugh. And they took two awesome characters and ruined it. Nothing against the actors; they're only doing their job. Tom Hardy was awesome. Uh, he's an awesome, amazing actor, as well as Woody Harrelson. He's awesome. I thought they picked a good guy to be um, to be Carnage, Cletus, uh, what does nuts? Um, but it's not their fault that they got trappy movies. Same thing with Jared Leto, Academy Award winner Jared Leto. I liked Morbius. I think out of all these ones, my, uh, minus the 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 four the five Spider-Man movies within the Sonyverse, I liked Morbius out of better than the two Venom movies, better than this one. I, it, it's crap, and it was all wrong. But like I said, I didn't know much about the Morbius story, so I took that movie for what it was, and I liked it. Not my I mean, Morbius. I didn't. There, well, <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have any other Morbius. Before From this. the books uh, That's it <laughs> but We had a Venom already We had him in Spider-Man 3 Which I thought was better <laughs> than, You than thought that one was better? <laughs> at least he had the fucking spider thing on his chest the, this, this Venom was just all black oh, But he, that one was also little I know little But it at least kind of looked like Venom <laughs>
0: But it was Little Venom. This was, I mean, again, Tom
1: Hardy, again, awesome. But he looked like shit. Uh, and, oh, man, Venom. We're going to have to do some rewinds. Maybe some commentaries <laughs> for both of those. Sure, <laughs> sure. But anyway, I mean, Madam Web, again, if you know the story and everything, don't expect that. You probably already saw it. But if you're just going to go in there and want to watch a comic book movie, just go go in, in there and check it out. But, yeah, Madam Web. Alright, last movie I saw. This is part of uh, my Oscar watch. I watched half of it and I finally got to see the whole thing. Shout out to my girl, Burn. Um, and this is Poor Things. Comedy, sci-fi? The comedy, sci-fi drama? Yeah. Um, brought back to life and an unorthodox scientist a young woman runs off with a lawyer and a whirlwind adventure across the continents. Free from her... Uh, Prejudice of her times, she grows steadfast in her purpose to stand e- equally and liberation. This is directed by Yorgos. What does not can never pronounce that name? Damn, she boxed off as 12.833883 million. Nice. Um, i to be the incredible tale about a fantastic fantastical. Uh, evolution of Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by a brilliant, unorthodox scientist, Doctor Godwin Baxter. All right, this stars um, Emma Stone. She won Academy Award, didn't she? Or something? I think so. All right, Emma Stone. She plays Bella Baxter. Uh, Mark Ruffalo as Duncan Webberburn. Rami Youssef as Max McCandles Uh William Defoe as Dr. Godwin Baxter and a bunch of other people in this film. All right. Uh like I said, I only saw the the first half. Well, I don't even think I saw the first half, but I saw the a lot of it. And then I finally I was watching a crappy copy, and then I finally got to see a nice, 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 nice. Clear, Crystal clear copy of this film Alright um, If I would have seen this It definitely would have been In my best of 2023 films um, It's still playing in the theaters If you have any interest in seeing this I highly recommend you see this on the big screen The costumes The sound the set design. Easy. I could see why Emma Stone is nominated for Best Female Actor for this. I could see why Mark Ruffalo is nominated. Not, is William Dafoe nominated for this? If, I think so. If he's not, man, he needs to be. Because I thought he was the all-star of this film. And the makeup of William Defoe of Dr. Goldwyn Baxter looked awesome it starts off black and white then the movie turns to color I couldn't remember exactly when the transition began but it was awesome but this world this isn't this isn't in our world this is in a different crazy world and it was awesome what was going on even stuff in the background Um, Emma Stone she did an awesome performance if you are one for you don't like sex in films, then don't go see this. Don't watch it. There is a lot of sex scenes in this film. Uh, and Renee was kind of like, she goes, "I liked it, but there, did there have to be someone much?" None of that shit bothers me. Because Abella, Emma Stone's character, uh, the story is she, she um. She this isn't really a spoiler it's already kind of out there already. She kills herself um but she was pregnant. But when they, when this when Dr. Godwin got her back Dr. God Baxter William DeFo, he got her he um took the baby out of her cuz the baby was still alive. He took the baby's brain and put it in uh Bella Baxter the mom basically the mom had the baby's brain Because she was like a normal woman but she was trying to learn how to walk and communicate couldn't talk good but she was slowly learning as she was going and then one day she found out about her special parts and yeah, it goes from there (laughs) but she was constantly kept in this house he wouldn't let her leave the mansion but when she was finally able to get out uh, that's where Mark Ruffalo came in. He kind of saw her and was attracted to her and wanted her. So he he kind of broke her out uh, of that house and then took her all over the place. And that's where her adventure begins, going all over the place. And just sex, sex, sex every stop of the way. <laughs> what's going on? I was like, what's happening here? I can understand one or two sex scenes, but there was just I, I, I can't even count how many times. There were sex scenes in this film, and Emma Stone was bearing all it all. <laughs> so I was like, "What's happening here?" Um, but um, it was an awesome film, and like I said, it would have definitely made my best of 2023. I loved how they made this film. Even even Renee, she goes, she goes, what she loved about it the most was the music, the score that was going on in the background was kind of weird and it fit the weird music fit this weird movie so um I I, I totally enjoyed this film if it wins Best Picture I won't be mad I mean it's not the film that I want to win but if it well there's two films there's three films that I wouldn't mind when it winning if Past Lives wins uh this one or American Fiction. If any of those three win, I'll be okay with it. I do have one. American Fiction is the one I want to win. I got one more movie to watch, and then I'll see all ten films. That Nazi one I need to watch. But this one, um, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was weird. It was crazy. And that's, if you guys know, if you've been listening to the show, and if you're new to the show, I like weird movies. And this was definitely a weird movie. I don't think you would enjoy this film, dude. Seriously. I
0: like weird movies, but yeah,
1: now I'm like, oh, I guess. Not no, dude, it's basically. Renee was like, "Is this a porn?" Um, uh, it's borderline. It, yeah. It's, it it it's it, it borderline that. I mean, they don't show porn like stuff, but there's there's a lot of sex scenes in this. Um, and it was that was one thing I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't mind them. It, it, the, the first couple the first time i saw the first i can't tell, tell you how long how much i saw of it um but i was like whoa wait, what's going on i but i didn't know it was going to continue <laughs> and so, so when i finally sat through the whole film from beginning to end i was thinking because that was the first thing renee said she goes I, there was a lot of sex scenes in that movie um I could see why they did it i don't know this director the only other movie i'd seen is the lobster and that movie was weird too um but oh man uh but if you watch films for amazing film work and amazing set design and costumes and everything this is something to watch if you do not mind those sex scenes then you've probably seen it already this movie did make a lot of people's best of 2023 a lot of guys a lot of pods i listen to the guys on TikTok, uh one of my close friends he loved it he's this was his number one movie of the year wouldn't have been my number one movie of the year but it would have been in the top five but this movie was awesome and i'm buying it when it comes out because i do want to watch this movie again uh it, it was crazy um, the only thing that bugged me, it's its just my personal taste. I don't know why. I think, what? I don't know. If I see somebody with crazy eyebrows, that's the only thing I could see. And I always tell Renee, I don't like that person's eyebrows. And Emma Stone's black caterpillar eyebrows in this, I hated. It was really distracting <laughs> for, for me. A beautiful young woman. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I'd prefer her with her red hair but uh her eyebrows were killing me if they were a little thinner maybe it wouldn't have bugged me so much but it fit the character on on what she was who she was supposed to be she was just uh someone that was relearning life again so but uh but poor things man this movie again is not for everyone so if you guys have not seen it yet um Again, if, if if sex scenes don't bother you, then then check it out. But if you like weird movies, check it out. But uh, I loved it, and I love weird movies. So, and I also can appreciate good filmmaking, good stories, and good just everything about this film. If she doesn't win best actor, female actor, that's all right. I mean, my my money, hopefully. Um Lady Gladstone wins. That's who I want to win. But if Emma Stone wins, I won't be mad. I don't know. We'll we'll see how how that goes. And like I said, if this wins back if this wins best picture, I won't be mad. But yeah, this movie was nuts. <laughs> Renee said she'll never watch it again. We were we were asking Eric, do you want to watch this with us? And he was like, Nah, that's all right. When it was over, she was like, I'm glad Eric didn't watch this, because <laughs> she said she would have felt weird sitting there watching this with her son with all this craziness going on uh, on the screen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, one more film out of my Oscar watch, and I will have all 10 films under my belt. And uh, I'm going to put them in order once I get it done on what I think was good. Um, They're all good films. I don't know about this last one, I still need to watch the last one But out of the nine films I've seen I've enjoyed every single one of them So uh, Moving on everyone Again, poor thing, see it if you want But be warned If you don't like sex scenes, there's a lot in this film <laughs> So uh, And oh, the other thing that I really really loved Is the weird characters that are in this There's um, there's one character Well, there's a few characters uh, When they're in this whorehouse in Paris Ah, uh, the madam, she was weird <laughs> in it, and some of the the guys that came in there, the the Johns, I don't know where they got these actors, but they were weird too. <laughs> oh man, that that whole that all that stuff was crazy when she was working in this whorehouse. It was out of control. But yeah, poor things, everyone. Um, we did sports. I have no Star Wars news unless you do.
0: Uh, I don't know if we talked about uh, Bad Batch, uh, but that's coming for its third and final season here at the uh, the end of this month. So, uh, getting pretty close to that coming. So excited for that! And we get three episodes, uh, three episode premiere, and then interestingly, like along the way, it's like a full like I think eighteen episode season. But along the way, like I said, three episodes to begin with. And then there's a couple weeks we get two episodes. And then the finale is like right before uh, May the 4th. So I've been wondering if that's when they're going to let Skeleton Crew go. But we still haven't got a trailer for Skeleton Crew yet. So I don't know.
1: No idea. I haven't
0: heard anything about Skeleton Crew.
1: The only thing I see right here is uh, there's a sketch out um, for Ahsoka season two. There's a, there It looks like a statue. Someone pointing a finger and there's two people. Yeah. Stand, look, one looks like Ahsoka and I don't know who the other person is.
0: The Mortis gods.
1: No, I'm, I'm talking about the people. You see one's Ahsoka. I don't know who the other person it is.
0: Obviously stand, Sabine. Stand,
1: I don't know. Did you see the picture?
0: Yeah, and yeah, they're on the Mortis God statue, the statue of the father.
1: I guess it could be her. I can't tell. You can clearly see that's Ahsoka, but yeah, season two, we don't know when that is. Of course, we'll watch it because season season one was awesome. But as far as me looking on StarWarsNews.net, it's nothing really. Acolyte says coming out this summer, according to reports.
0: Yeah, Acolyte was supposed to be out May the 4th, but... Now I'm guessing, whatever, probably yeah, nothing, August.
1: Nothing on Skeleton Crew, just a series to keep your eye on, on I wonder
0: 2024. If, yeah, I wonder if it could slip even behind Acolyte now, even though Skeleton Crew was supposed to be out last year, but they decided to sit on it. It was supposed to be out at like like November or December of this last year, so...
1: If any announcements, it'll be Star Wars Day. And if nothing, then it'll probably be at the the D23 Con, which, right. again, if any of you guys out there that have something to do with that and you can hook us up, all you got to do is get us in. That's it. We'll be happy. That'd with be that. cool. We'll be happy with that. Just get us in. <laughs> we'll be your guests. We'll take you out to dinner.
0: Yeah. Thank okay.
1: But yeah, as far as that, I don't see anything else on StarWarsNews.net other than... Right old stuff but collecting i have nothing so what do you got
0: yeah i got a big order in. i did a uh, funko uh clearance order Uh, i sent you a picture of one of the things i got uh ronald mcdonald uh (laughs) plushie i got uh ronald mcdonald and uh hamburglar Uh, Both pretty cool. I guess they were originally, like, I don't know what they were, how much they were, but it was only, like, three bucks each, so super deal. Almost everything I got was, like, a really great deal. Um, I got the Mandalorian with Darksaber. They've done a bunch of Mandalorian pops, but I keep up with all the Star Wars stuff, so uh, got that one for, like, 6 Uh, I got Captain Marvel from the Marvels. I didn't have this one. I got it for three bucks. I got Gravik from Secret Invasion, uh, even though the show wasn't great. Uh, Cool-looking pop, uh, Super scroll Gravik, who was played by... uh, You dropped his name, uh... I don't know if he actually played Bob Marley, but, uh, you said his name. He was in one love. So, uh, the K- Benley Kingsley, Benley, a <laughs> I'm probably saying that wrong, but yeah. Uh, cool one. Gravic, uh, Loki. Um, uh, I thought I'd be more pick and choosy with Marvel stuff going forward. And this is one I would have maybe skipped, uh, cause I have the other version of Loki, but considering uh, it was the deal figured, why not, uh, pick that one up. Uh, also, uh, Star Wars, the newest version of the armor, uh, not much different from the first version, but like I said, try to be a completest when it comes to Star Wars. And then, uh, On the bigger side, another one that uh, I had planned to skip because I already had the Mandalorian and Grogu in the N1 Starfighter. They did uh, the Mandalorian and the N1 Starfighter with R5-D4, and it was only the price of a regular pop, so figured why not uh, for that deal. Uh, And then the ones I'm really excited to get, especially for a deal because I was ready to pay regular price for them but uh, got all three of the wire pops, Uh, Bubbles, uh, Jimmy McNulty, and String, Stringer Bell. Uh, I hope they make more from this line, but if they don't, I'm glad we at least got these three, especially uh, Stringer, so uh, really excited to add those to the collection and add a great deal And lastly, um, one that I definitely debated not getting um, from the Cuphead series, which I've only played a little of, Uh, I do like its retro animation look, but uh, this character, Chef Saltbaker, who I wasn't familiar with, but I was like, I could do a cool op with that. Like, even just the name Saltbaker, I was like, I could, you know... Do a salt base and have him sit in it. And it turns out uh there was a chase and they sent me the chase and it was only a three dollar chase, so uh pretty cool. I guess the regular version of him, he's holding a uh like a tray, like a platter, uh and this chase he's holding a rolling pin, so Uh, I guess not the most exciting chase, but a chase is a chase and a $3 chase at that. So, Uh, but yeah, big, big uh, clearance Funko order uh, came in. So, yeah, that was a fun arrival this week.
1: (laughs) Already, yeah, I don't don't got anything, boys and girls.
0: I was going to say, actually, I was going to send you this, a uh, pitcher and ask you the question. Um, just your opinion. Uh, Target has some other pops on clearance, and I've been waiting for this Boba Fett. Is normally uh, thirty-four ninety-nine. That's on sale for seventeen forty-nine. You think it's going to go any lower? Do you get the vibe it's going to go any lower, or should I uh, pull the trigger at seventeen uh, forty-nine?
1: Uh, I don't know. Seventeen ain't much. It's yeah. less than. I want.
0: I want the whole line, but I definitely want the FET because it's like a it's a build a skiff thing from Return of the Jedi. They have uh, the Lando for seventeen forty nine. The Nikto for seventeen forty nine. The Han, they only want fourteen ninety nine for. The Luke is not on sale for some reason right now. And then yeah, the FET is seventeen forty nine. I just wonder if it's gonna go any lower.
1: I don't know. <laughs> if it's under twenty man, pull the trigger. Yeah. Figured.
0: <laughs> and I mean, they normally call it a charge thirty four ninety nine, so it is a deal.
1: <laughs> I say check it out or pick it up. Right? I mean, I've I've gone and looked in uh, every time I go on a Walmart or Target. There's nothing really than it. Well, there's one thing I want in Walmart, but it's like forty three. Not sure if it'll drop um, It's a wrestling figure CM Punk It's their uh, oh, right. Walmart It's when he's in AEW too So I'll, I'm just like I have a feeling if I buy it I'm going to see it on clearance <laughs> so,
0: Yeah, right. that's the thing It's like When things already like start to go On clearance and go down I'm like, ooh, is now the time Or do you wait or is it going to sell out? Or are you going to miss it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, damn, it's raining hella hard here.
0: Yeah, um, it, was, it was earlier here. We actually, on my little weather app, we got a little uh, flood watch warning. But, like I said, we're kind of like on a mountainous area, hill area here, so... Probably, like, certain parts of Eureka, but I doubt here. (laughs) All right. Oh, I do got uh, crazy other kind of personal news. Uh, Ray, he had a a place he used to rent out, a kind of beat-up place, but he also kept his architectural salvage there. He called it Stonehouse. It was right by the Target. I don't know if you ever remember me pointing that out. No, <laughs> it burned down yesterday. Oh man! Yeah, street folks burns it down.
1: Hmm. Well, probably trying to stay warm and got out of control.
0: Yeah. So I went by there today, and yeah, like the city sent people to like level it. Like I took pictures. It's rubble. Yeah. <laughs> send you a shot it's crazy to see um but yeah i mean ray was already like in the midst of selling it so he said he said not much changes for him so i don't know i don't fully know the deal i don't know if it's like covered or somebody has already taken care of it or it's a zero loss anyway but yeah. Reduced to nothingness, as you can see, I just sent it over.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, damn! Yep.
0: You can see the front, the little, the, what the, why they called it stone house, the the little stone structure, in the front.
1: Was it? it was just abandoned, or
0: no? I mean, he had. It's you know he does uh, architectural salvage stuff. Um, thankfully, he got his. Best and most favorite stuff Out of there and he moved it across The bay to a friend's Storage facility So uh, he didn't lose All his architectural salvage but he Definitely lost some uh, Stuff in there so Damn Yeah pretty crazy
1: Alright everyone Wrapping this up in the Next couple minutes Uh yep. Recommendations You have any on deck I have a We we'll might as well start off with music I got one on on deck No flex zone? <sighs> no uh, The Wailing <laughs> Wailers Simmer Down For those of you that know that song Earlier Earlier stages of Bob Marley Before he turned into The megastar that we know But this was during the ska days Which I really loved more than uh his other stuff i'm i love old ska music so i think this song is was just i mean i've heard other bands uh other ska bands play this when they cover it and man it just it just gets me moving i mean if i wasn't sitting in this chair i'd be up on my feet dancing because i love i love this song and i love old ska so if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, just go to YouTube and the Whaling Whalers simmer down. I'm not really sure when this uh, song, this track, came out.
0: Did um, you hear uh, the No Doubt version of that?
1: Yeah, there, a bunch of people have done this. Yeah. Um. But it was recorded. Uh, uh Says nineteen sixty four, but I'm not really
0: sure. No flex zone. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was back in the day, boys and girls. That's about as much as I can tell you. Cause the Whaling Whalers was a nineteen sixty five. And it was on their 1965 uh, album. It was uh, track number six on side two. So definitely uh, check that out. Uh, It was an awesome song. I loved it. And check out that whole album. Uh, The first album they did was awesome. But yeah, Simmer Down, The Wailing Wailers. What do you got?
0: uh i got another track from work that uh artist i'd never heard of uh only know because i shazam the song i was like it's pretty good uh let me add that to the the playlist and this is uh a pop single by jazlyn j-a-z-l-y-n and the song is the single move on Uh, i thought it was catchy enough Caught my ear, not uh, considering how long I've been there and what I've actually like shazammed. It's 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 really only A handful of stuff. So uh, yeah, I thought this track was uh, pretty good, pretty kitschy
1: mm. Wait, they did settle down. No doubt. Oh. That's that's not. I thought that's they did, the did a cover. Um, they probably did in the earlier days of uh, before they got all poppy, but this is the uh, the the first album of uh, No Doubt. It's a little different than whatever. What was their big album?
0: I like Sun- the big album. I like the, the, <laughs> big the big album.
1: Not Sunrise Kingdom. No, <laughs> what the Sunrise is- Kingdom. Moonrise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, something Kingdom. Tragic. Um, yeah, that one. That, tragic Kingdom.
0: That, that's a great album.
1: That's a good album. Every song on that album is good. Yeah. I love it. I wish If they would do a tour and just play that whole album, I would pay whatever the crazy price is to see them. Um, I'm that old. I saw them play at uh, colleges when they played for free. <laughs> so that's I how like old i am
0: excuse me mr track two a lot on tragic kingdom
1: my yeah, favorite it's, tra- the,
0: the whole album's good but my favorite song i really song like is, excuse um, me mr
1: sunday morning that's my favorite song on this album but the whole album is good there was a uh, yep. a cover band tribute band that came to the casino and played here
0: well that uh. one year like it was either year one or year two at, at san diego comic-con i thought for a second it was really them and i was like oh my god is no doubt really playing like am i seeing no doubt in the window right here and yeah it was a cover band but it sold me for a second
1: (laughs) well they were from orange county i
0: think that's yeah yeah and i thought like (sighs) Are they really just yeah. playing this little uh, restaurant here in San Diego? This little bar?
1: Oh, it's Comic Con. <laughs> Anything, anything's possible.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, check out No Doubt. Sun uh, Sunday morning, and what was the one you
0: said? Excuse me, Mister. Excuse me, Mister, from the
1: Tragic Kingdom album. Awesome album. Every song, every cut. On every that cut. Album.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: That was the the heartbreak album. Every song was written about Tony. It was the Tony.
0: ska record heard round the world.
1: Was that, that third uh, album? Punk's pop ska or whatever it wasn't traditional ska, everyone. But yeah. uh, movie? Do you have one? I
0: the one I had lined up was just because uh, we're right around the corner from uh, Dune. In theaters, Dune Part Two, and I noticed that uh, the first Dune, not the the David Lynch one, but the one that's related to the one that's about to come out uh, from a couple of years ago, that Dune Part One uh, is on Netflix, and it's got the little "leaving soon," so you might want to check it out now while you got the chance. Uh, brushing up, get ready for the the new one in theaters.
1: Alright, if you got Hulu, check out Next Goal Wins. Film directed by Taika Waititi starting um, Michael Fassbender. Uh, who was he? Magneto. And uh, First Class and Days of Future Pass and all that. Did you see that one yet?
0: I've seen 20 minutes of it and then I absolutely loved it and I haven't finished <laughs> it and I didn't get to talk about it on here, but yeah, it's it if i would have seen it it probably would have made my list just based on the 20 minutes that i seen <laughs> i've already love it so much and just didn't just love the uh the way the the people of american samoa are uh portrayed <laughs>
1: wouldn't have made my list but it was a good movie uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hella good check it out everyone you got hulu check out uh Next goal wins Uh, what do we say with the 2014 world cup qualifiers approaching down on his luck coach thomas Rungin tries to turn the american samoa soccer team into winners Michael fassbender aka the killer. He's good in everything. So definitely check this out and taika Always awesome when his name especially when he's directing stuff Except for that last Thor, man. He let me down with that one. <laughs> but Love and Thunder. Like, uh, I didn't love Love and Thunder. I thought that one was kind of weak. Because he fucking... It. Ragnarok was fucking awesome. Was it Ragnarok? Was that what it was called? Love. Yeah. That was awesome! Love and Thunder, and I was let down. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> I liked Love and Thunder. That's like my the, my last favorite out of out of the Thor films. Number 1 first one being my favorite Ragnarok then it was a the Dark World and then
0: Ragnarok one of my favorite in the whole MCU uh, Pretty much the whole general superhero comic film rankings Ragnarok would be near the top out of
1: the MCU ones of course Winter Soldier is number 1 then I would go um to Thor the first one then Ragnarok and then i'd have to really think about the rest iron man of course
0: actually yeah yeah don't get too much into that because actually that was one of my ideas for when you come i have all the um i've been wanting to do this for a while too i think i brought it up to you before uh like the mcu draft and it'd be perfect when you're here because i could just like put the stack of films out and you can like just draft like pick you know i thought that'd be fun to do so Mm -hmm. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but
1: I do. But I don't. Know. I, don't <laughs> I don't even know about the other movies.
0: Because um, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're here and it was in front of us, you could
1: like I've seen them all.
0: Pick, you know, that'd be like a draft. So,
1: um, yeah, out of just Marvel in general. Um, just I mean, and even not just Marvel Studios, just Marvel movies. Yeah, Winter Soldier is number one, right out of the park. DC, Superman Two, the real Superman, not all these cosplayers. Rest in peace, Christopher Reeve. Superman Two is my number favorite DC superhero movie. But all right, everyone, that is it. A little bit longer than last episode. Tried to be shorter, but we, you know how it goes here. Uh, follow us on Facebook, just search East Society or Magnus Podcast and like, subscribe, whatever you do there. Um, Spotify for podcasters, just, uh, go down, link below. There's a bunch of stuff on there for you to listen to, uh, YouTube. I tried to put up one of my, the wrestling videos, but when I put it up, it, the, the quality looked like crap. So I just took it down. Um, but I will try to put some more up there for you. Uh, Public. go over there and get, pick up a t-shirt uh X East Society Pod at Magnes Pod at the Ozisu Instagram at East Society Pod at the Zisu at Magnes Pod follow us on TikTok at East Society Pod and there's a bunch of stuff on there as well um everyone listen to our ESP rewind thank you so much when we did uh 1991's Mario Van Peebles film New Jack City that was awesome to do definitely got to do more rewind for you guys and yeah this was episode 304. So please uh, listen to everything. And like I said earlier, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. Thank you. Go over to Apple Podcasts or whatever it's called and uh, rate and review us, please. Uh, Give us five stars and tell us what you think about us. But um, yeah, um, again, uh, I'm the old grumpy guy. Zisu here is the the voice of reason. And (laughs) we are out of here until next week or whenever we come back with uh, more ideas. We do got a uh, we'll give you a little sneak peek. We got a, um, was it 90s MCs list? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I got it. Uh, I, I got it ready. I got it ready oh. to go. It might be okay. a three-parter, though, because
1: it's, long. it's quite I don't the way I don't know why you picked so many. I was thinking, like, damn it, I, I,
0: I wanted to only do 20, and then I felt like I was disrespecting too many artists. I had to expand it. There's just no way I could do Well, it might just be it. a
1: three-parter if you got 30.
0: I got oh, thirty. Man. Yeah, got so 30. We're, we're gonna have and to And even break... then, I'm, I'm, they not. There's people I'm, I, I don't have on it, and I'm like, oh my god. But I had to cut it at thirty. I had to cut it at thirty. So I was like, this is either a two or a three parter. It might be a three, how long man. It takes.
1: It, it's. <laughs> we had to do twenty. We had to break that up into two. Yeah. Because we did fifteen, and then we had to come back later with a with for the last five. <laughs> so we might just we might just give you guys three on that list. Yeah. This so, is the Zizu's This is this is the Zizu's favorite '90s right. MCs. So,
0: yeah,
1: um, I I couldn't even tell you right off the back.
0: It's tough. Oh man, it's tough. It's yeah, tough.
1: so I don't know. D D.L.'s on there. <laughs> so, but all right, everyone, that is it. This episode. Please come back uh, next week for more. So until then, be safe out there and party on.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time. Have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, society.
1: One love.